Thank the Lord for camp meeting, for testimonies, for his word, which we'll read tonight starting at Mark 6, chapter, chapter 6, verse 45. And straightway he constrained his disciples to get into the ship and to go to the other side before unto Bethsaida, while he sent away the people. And when he had sent them away, he departed into a mountain to pray. And when even was come, the ship was in the midst of the sea, and he alone on the land. And he saw them toiling in the rowing, for the wind was contrary unto them. And about the fourth watch of the night, he cometh unto them, walking upon the sea, and would have passed them by. But when they saw him walking upon the sea, they supposed it had been a spirit, and cried out. For they all saw him, and were troubled. And immediately he talked to them, and saith unto them, Be of good cheer, it is I. Be not afraid. And he went up unto, unto them into the ship, and the wind ceased, and they were sore amazed in themselves beyond measure and wondered. You know, as Christians, there are things that we know to be true, things that we understand by reading the Word of God. One of those things is that Jesus cares for us, and He knows His sheep. God knows His children. Second Timothy, the second chapter tells us, uh, nevertheless, this, uh, the foundation of God stands sure, having this seal, the Lord knoweth them that are His. Another thing that we know to be true among many is that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. We can take these things along with others and apply them to our lives today. Because we know them to be true, we also know that they will work in, in today, in 19, uh, 19, 2021, long beyond that, isn't it? 2021 is when it is right now, and the Lord works in 2021, as He worked in 2020, in 1930, and as long as we can go back, the Lord has been working. The story takes place after the feeding of the 5,000, where we see uh, the Lord's compassion for people. In fact, he says in the 34th verse, uh, Jesus, when he came out, saw much people and was moved with compassion. He cared for them. He cares for you. He cares for us. He sent his disciples across the Sea of Galilee or Tiberias, where they encountered a storm. After they had gone out, the Bible says, uh, the, the, the story is in uh, Matthew 14 and also in John 6, which we'll refer to a little bit. But we read that he, uh, that they went out 25 to 30 furlongs, which is about three to three and a half miles. And as they were out there in the midst of that sea, they encountered this storm. And the, the, the part of Matthew tells us that uh, the ship was tossed. And that word tossed means tortured or tormented. Pretty serious. 
to be out on the water and have your boat tormented and tortured. And these men, rightly so, were afraid. As I read, uh, read through this story several times, uh, there, there are four things that stood out to me in particular. I'd like to share those with you. This, this brings us to number one. We will face, or have faced, or are facing storms that blow in to our life unexpectedly. Even when we are following the Lord's direction. He sent them out. He said, go across the sea. And when they were in the midst of the sea, the storm came along. He knew it was going to happen. Didn't take the Lord by surprise. But he was there. He was there to help. We're going to face some storms now and then. It's going to happen. We faced hard times last year, the year before, and 10 years ago, and 20 years ago. But nothing, nothing new about facing trials now and then. God's people have, have always faced trials until the rapture of the church. Trials will probably come along. Following the Lord does not give us a pass from that, but He is here to help us, as He was for them. The disciples, when they were in the boat and the storm came along, they, uh, I'm sure they rowed hard. Maybe they pulled down the sails. Maybe lightened the load, threw some stuff overboard. When, when things come along that take us by surprise, we can't just sit back and do nothing. We do what has gotten us this far, don't we? They rode, we pray. They maybe pulled down the sails, we seek the Lord. They lighten the load, we trust God. We make it through with His help. It's important to remember there in verse 48, it says that He saw them. He saw them. He didn't lose track of them. He saw them, what they were going through. And it says, uh, he saw them toiling and rowing. The darkness, the storm, the perceived distance between them and the Lord. You know, sometimes it can feel like uh, the Lord's a ways away from us. It can feel like he's not close, but the Lord says he'll never leave us or forsake us. So he's close. He sees it. Your, your problems don't take him by surprise either. And he's there to help you. He, this was converting furlongs to miles about three, three to three and a half miles away. And a storm, imagine sitting on a mountain and looking out a, three miles into a sea and a storm raging. It says it was the evening. And being at the Lord saw them. He didn't need uh, sight to see them. The Lord sees us. He doesn't need to be right next to us to see us, but He knows where we are. The Lord is a place of great advantage. And He sees if we're afraid, or we're anxious, or we're worried, or we're heartbroken, or we uh, have some doubts. The Lord sees it all. 
He saw it before, he sees it now, and he sees what is ahead. Thank him for that. Second thing that stood out to me is that he cares. The Lord cares about our situation. He saw the problem they were facing, and again in verse 48, and it says he went to them. He went to them to help them. He will find you. He will come to you, to where you are. He cares for us, about us. He loved us even before we knew it. In fact, Romans tells us that God committed his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. So how much more as Christians can we count on the Lord to, to, to help us, to come to our rescue? It says in verse 10 there in Romans 5, For if, when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of His Son, much more being reconciled, much more, the Lord will come to our aid. He will help us. He says, all power is given unto me. All power. He told that to the disciples uh, when he told them to go into Galilee and wait for me and I'll meet you there. He says, they met him on a mountain. And it said, some still doubted. And the Lord said, all power, no doubt. All power is given unto, unto me in heaven and in earth. He will use all his resources to help you. To get your attention. You know, sometimes when, uh, when we're unsaved, when we were unsaved, the Lord uses uh, difficult situations to get our attention. Things are going wrong. Life is upside down. The Lord says, I'm here. I'm here to help you. Finances aren't adding up. Problems at work, at home. The Lord says, I care about that. He's trying to get our attention. He, he's, he, he does a good job of that, using our circumstances to help us get a, a get sight of Him. He is the master of the storm, of the wind. He came to them walking on the very thing they were afraid of. The storm's raging all around, and here comes the Lord walking on the sea. Not, not a bit afraid. Coming to their rescue. Matthew records that Peter did what most of us would not. He got out of the boat. I got out of some boats. Didn't stay on the water for very long. But the difference is Jesus was there. And Jesus told him, come. And, and Peter got out, and he started walking on the water because Jesus was there to help him and gave him the invitation. The rest of the disciples did what most of us would do. They, they feared. But this brings us to the third thing. John 6.21 tells us that they willingly received him into the ship. Allow him. Ask him to, to come in. I need help. I need your help, Lord. Come into my ship. It seems to be tossed and, and uh, 
and tortured. I need your help. Don't let him pass by. It tells us here that uh, in this account that he made as though he would go on. He would pass them by. Uh, remember the story of the, when Jesus was on his road to Emmaus, on the road to Emmaus, and the two men walked with him, and it says that they got to the, where they were going, and he made as though he would go on. It's the same sense here, as though the Lord was waiting for an invitation. Come on in. Sit with us. And they did. He, he went up into the ship, and the storm ceased. May not, our storm may not be immediately over, but it's much easier to navigate a storm with Jesus in the boat. You feel, you feel much more comfort, feel much more peace when Jesus is in the boat going through a storm. And whether he speaks peace to the storm or peace to our soul, it all equals peace. Another time when the Lord was on the on the ship and he was in the back of the ship asleep, and there was another storm raging, and the disciples woke him up and said, Don't, don't you care that we're gonna die? And the Lord got up, and uh, I'm sure you remember the story. He, he stood at the front of the boat and said, Peace be still. But peace be still wasn't for their safety, it was for their faith. They could use that later on. The Lord wasn't gonna let him perish. But he wanted them to show, to show them that he has everything in control. Don't worry. I'm here to help you. The fourth thing that we'll look at is that he went with them to the other side. Don't ever think that when you're following the Lord and you run into a difficult time, a trial, that Jesus will just wash from the shore. He'll come to your rescue. He'll come to your rescue. And he will accompany you through to the other side. What a wonderful Lord. What a wonderful Lord that we serve, that cares so much, sees our every care and our need, and takes care of those things. Do you need help tonight? Calvary is still accessible. That's where everything changes. That's where everything and everyone is made the same. At Calvary, we all need Jesus. I found that to be true. The night I was saved, uh, uh, they presented a simple song that we probably all know, Jesus loves me. And for me, that brought Calvary into view. Jesus loves me. And I'm glad to know that Jesus still loves me. And he still cares for me. What I found there when I, when I caught view of Calvary and I took advantage of that was that burdens are lifted at Calvary. I found that Calvary covers it all. I found there that mercy was great and grace was free. And all of my sin, all the sins that I had committed, all that uh, garbage that I had brought with me, 
those uh, bag of sins, if you will, were multiplied by one pardon, one sacrifice, and it covered them all. Pardon there was multiplied to me. Thank the Lord that He still does those things. Is, is life taking you by surprise? You're caught up in a bit of a storm? Well, the Lord uh, knows how to take care of your situation. The sin crept into your life somewhere along the way. It makes you unhappy. It makes you feel condemned. But we know that when we come to the Lord, condemnation will be taken away. There's, there's for now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. Thank the Lord that He can not only forgive, but take the condemnation away. Jesus is on his way to you if you need help tonight. Don't let it pass by. Invite him in. He'll take good care of you. He will bring peace to your life and to your situation. We don't understand God's grace or his mercy or his love or his peace, but we can experience it. We can take advantage of it tonight. We're going to have a time that as we do, close these meetings, this service, to come and pray. Take advantage of that time. Uh, the Lord will find an open heart and He will help you out. God bless you as we open the altars for prayer.